Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. Normally, are touched and transformed by the love of God. Amen. If you need a title for this message, it's simple, The Way of Love. The Way of Love. There are three things that I want you to see when we walk in the way of love, when we allow the way of love to, to move in our lives, three things. Number one, the love of God will transform you. The love of God is intense, man. It's intense. It is so powerful that it will transform you. Right? The second thing is the love of God will compel you. The love of God will compel you. And, and this is jumping off from uh, Pastor Mylene's message last Sunday, you know, about being moment makers. Among you became a moment maker last week. Amen. That you were able to just bless other people, getting, going out of your way just to tell people that they are love. Amen. Anyone in this place? Come on. All right. Praise God. Amen. We are moment makers. God created a moment for us that when we received Jesus Christ, our lives were transformed and changed. Amen. And this is the whole premise about with regards to our campaign. The love of God will transform you. The love of God will compel you. And then number three, the love of God will set you apart. It will set you apart. It will mark you, mark you for life. Amen. It will mark you for life. And so I want to dwell in those three points right now with regards to the message that God has given to us. I want to start with Luke 19, talking about a story of this guy by the name of Zacchaeus. All right, Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus heard about Jesus entering Jericho. And you know the story that Zacchaeus, because of what he heard, he wanted to see Jesus. And so he came up, he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree. Why? Because he was short. <laughs> so he wanted to see Jesus because Jesus was famous. He was entering, you know, and there were lots of people. And then what happened was in verse 5, when Jesus came by, he looked up, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down and I must be in the guest. I must be a guest in your home today. And Zacchaeus quickly went down. So what happened here was Zacchaeus kind of was surprised that Jesus wanted to go with him, all right, to his house. And Zacchaeus, by the way, is a chief tax collector. He was a notorious sinner. You know, the Bible tells us that he was a chief tax collector in the region and he had become rich. All right? And so what happened was Jesus invited him himself to the house of Zacchaeus. You know, many people call him a notorious sinner because he was part and he was actually partnering with the Romans. And he became rich because of his, uh, you know, his stature, because of what he was doing. Jesus showed him love, I believe, and grace because of what happened. And I want you to focus on this in verse 8. Verse 8, Luke chapter uh, 19 Verse 8, while Jesus was at his house, there was no preaching, there was no teaching. The Bible did not record that, but something happened to the point that this Zacchaeus, the Bible says in verse 8, meanwhile Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, 
I will give half of my wealth to the poor, Lord. And if I have cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. Talk about transformation. Talk about an encounter. All right? What could have prompted Zacchaeus, you know, to say that? Something about the presence of God. Something about an encounter with God. And then verse 9 tells us, Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this house today, for this man has shown himself to be a tr true son of Abraham. This is the way of love. It will transform people. When people have an encounter with the love of God, it will transform you inside and out. You know, Christianity was never meant to be recognized by, by its disciplines. We were not meant to be recognized by the forms, the disciplines, but we were meant to be recognized by our passions. Our passions brought about by encounters with Jesus. It is a tragedy when the world looks at Christianity because of its form and traditions, right? But God does not want us to be known by our traditions, by our disciplines. God wants us to be known by His love. Through His love, we are transformed. Amen. I submit to you that this is our passion, that we are loved by God. I submit to you that because we know that we are loved by God, then we love for God. This is our passion, my friends, because we are transformed by the love of God that we understand that He loves me so, and the Bible tells me clearly, amen, and the greatest demonstration of this is John 3.16, right? The greatest demonstration is He came to die for me. All right, many people understand and know the famous verse, the gospel in a nutshell, John 3, 16. Can you quote it? All right, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have. So everybody knows John 3, 16, but do you know that there is a beautiful relationship between John 3, 16 and 1 John 3, 16? Do you know that? What is 1 John 3.16? Many people know about John 3.16, but 1 John 3.16 tells us, by this we know love, that He laid down His life for us. We are loved by God. Amen? And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. We love for God. That is our passion. And our passion came, came out because we understand he loves me. Oh, He loves me. I don't know. You know, at the time of your you know, greatest challenge, the love of God will be there. In your waking moment, the love of God will be there. In your running, the love of God will run faster than you. <laughs> Amen. It's going to give you strength. It's going to give you tenacity. It's going to give you hope. The love of God is just going to transform you inside and out. Amen. And it's not just a Hallmark card love of God. <laughs> you know, it's something that is intense. It is powerful. It transformed you. It transformed me. It transformed countless lives. Amen? And we, in the process, became instruments of His love. John 3.16 is the demonstration of His love. First John 3.16 is the response to His love. 
John 3.16 tells us that God gave His Son for us. 1 John 3.16 tells us that we should give our lives to others. Amen? Can I hear an amen to that? The Bible tells us if you want to see love, look at the cross. If you want to show love, look at the cross too. If you want to know love, look at the cross. And if you want to live love, look at the cross. You know, the word love there in John 3.16 and 1 John 3.16 is the Greek word agape. And we know this. You've heard this, agape. Agape is like a, the highest form of love. Agape love is always shown by what it does. God's love is displayed most clearly at the cross. We know that. We don't deserve this sacrifice, and yet He gave Himself for us. Agape love is unmerited love. It's gracious. It's unconditional. It is loyal. It is self-sacrificing, constantly seeking the benefit, the best of the ones He loves. That is the agape love. It is a heavenly Father's love to His children. We know that the Bible says that God is love. So He, care, he does not just carry love. He is love. And because of this, we, if we need to love others, we need to be connected to the source of love, which is God. And ladies and gentlemen, you and I, we have love. We have love inside of us. Amen? The Bible says that the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will remind you that you are loved. Tomorrow when you wake up, He's going to remind you that you are loved. Amen? Today, tonight, before you sleep, He's going to remind you if you are loved. Amen? I pray that we hear what He's saying. Amen? Today, this very second, He's reminding the people online that they are loved by God. What is our passion? We are loved by God, and because of this, we love for God. Amen? We are transformed, and countless lives have been transformed because of the amazing love of God. I pray that that transformation continues in your life. Amen. Some people say that the love of God is so basic. Aren't you glad it is? It's not complicated, hindi ba? Aren't you glad na alam natin, no? It's, I pray that we will continue to understand this. Oh, I know the love of God. It's a cliche. It's something that we always say. We always sing about it. You know, even the children right now in Little Legends, they, they know God loves me. Jesus loves me. This I know, right? But I pray that more than understanding that we will experience the transformation of His love. It's going to transform you. It's going to transform you. And I pray that for everyone in this room as we constantly hear about His love. And when we are transformed, something happens to us. It compels us. It compels us. And Pastor Mylene laid down, uh, spoke about that last Sunday. The second thing is the love of God compels you. 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 15 tells us, For the love of Christ in the Amplified controls and compels us because we have concluded this, the one who died for all, therefore all died. And he died for all so that all those who live would no longer live for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for their sake. The word compel there means, you know, it's translated as cease. It compels, it urges, it controls. 
It lays hold of you. It overwhelms you. It's completely, it will completely dominate you. You know, it means that there's no other way but to love. When you understand the love of God and the experience of that love, there's no other way but to love others. Amen? It's like a pathway, remember? Being hemmed in, it's a path that you walked in. There's no other way, and love is going to remind you you are loved and you need to love others too. All right? When you're fearful, He's going to remind you that, that you are loved. When you are, when you are pressed and, and believing for finances, He's going to remind you that you are loved. It's a pathway. It's going to keep you in His embrace. It's going to give you confidence. It's going to give you security. It's going to compel you to change and transform the way you see others. Come on. All right? And Paul is so clear about that. You could see in his writings that he's stating the passion. It fuels our passion. It motivates us. What fuels our loving is his loving. Amen. And also with regards to our giving, what fuels our giving is his giving. The reason why we can give is because he has given. Tama? Amen. The reason why we can love is because he has loved. And He continues to love. Aren't you glad? Amen. They are new every morning. New every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, right? His mercies are new every morning. You know, there's a chapter that talks about the love of God. Famous set of verses. 1 Corinthians 13. And I want us to go here. Okay? And look at, let's start with the ver verses 4. Verses 4, 5. Let's go down. And in, this is in, in the Amplified. And the first part, actually, in verses 1 to 3, it says, In your speaking, your gifts, your callings, and your giving and actions, if it is without love, it's worthless. And then he comes into verse 4, Love endures with patience and serenity. Love is kind and thoughtful. And what love is not, love is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. Come on. How many have heard about this? Verse 5, it is not rude, it's not self-seeking, it's not provoked, nor overly sensitive. Wow. Easily angered, it does not take into account a wrong endured. Wow. All right? It does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth. When right and truth prevail. Look at the... Four more things about love. Love bears all things regardless of what comes. Love is strong, right? Believes all things. Love is believing, right? Looking for the best in each one. Hopes all things. Remaining steadfast during difficult times. Endures all things without weakening. And then verse 8. I love this. Love never fails. It never fades nor ends. Can someone say amen to this? Amen. Now we understand that this word, this set of verses is the love of the Father for us. And when we try to do this, you know, and try to love people using this definition of love, if it is from your, from your own strength, it's going to be impossible. Right? But understand this, that God is love. And so, when you read 1 Corinthians, it tells us really that God is patient. Right? Jesus is patient. God is kind. You can therefore substitute 
the, the, His name, Jesus or God, to the, word, or to the word love. And so you can therefore, God is not jealous or envious. God is not rude. It's not self-seeking because God is love. Am I? Right? And so you would see the characteristic of Jesus here bears all things. Jesus will never fail. Amen. Jesus, you know, always believes. But let me ask you a question. And this is how we're going to walk in this verse. Let me ask you a question. Where is Jesus? Do you know that this verse for us to do, it must be understood in the power of our identity? Who are you? Jesus lives inside of me. And so therefore, I can live the way He wants me to live. I can walk the way of love the way He wants me to walk. All right? This way of love. And He empowers me. Remember, it starts with us, love transforming us. And with this, now I understand that God loves me. And not only that He loves me, He dwells inside of me. Jesus lives inside of me. I am His, right? Therefore, I can say, based on this verse, I can declare and discover first and begin to walk in this way of love by seeing myself in this set of verses. Now I can say, Giselle is patient. <laughs> My wife will say, Amen. Giselle is kind and thoughtful. Giselle is not jealous or envious. Giselle does not brag, is not proud of or arrogant. Giselle is not rude, is not self-seeking. You can put your name also. Hindi lang ako. Because Christ lives inside of us now. Think about this. If the way we see this verse is, because before many things I've heard that you need to preach, you need to love like this, you need to love like this. But ladies and gentlemen, how can you, if love does, did not transform you, if you don't have an encounter with that kind of love, you cannot walk like this. The way of love is going to be impossible. But when you understand, wait a minute, look what happened to me. And that will compel me to walk in this and begin to declare in my life, Lord, thank you that you are in me. Love resides in me. And so therefore, I can walk in patience. I can walk in, 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 in not being jealous, not being envious. I can walk, you know, in bearing all things, being strong regardless of what happens. I believe all things looking at for the best in each one. Thank you, Lord. I hope in all things remaining steadfast. Thank you, Lord, that I endure all things. Thank you, Lord. Love never fails and love lives inside of me. Amen. And so you, now it's going to be identity powered. You understand who you are. Ladies and gentlemen, love will transform you. Love will compel you. It's going to transform the way you see people. Amen? It's going to transform actually your character when you allow this love of God to speak to you. I pray that this is more than, love is more, is more than just a topic that you hear, but it's something that, an encounter that you are living in, you know, that you're receiving from Him more and more. Are you trying, are you getting what I'm trying to say? Amen? More than the gifts. You know, there is a reason why Paul put this chapter in the midst of discussions of the spiritual gifts. If you look at Corinthians, you know, because Paul wants the Corinthian Christians to remember that giftedness 
is not the measure of maturity. It's the display of love. You want to be mature? It's not because you're able to be eloquent and preach. All of that is a result of His love. You know, me standing here is a result of His love. Amen? You being anointed in what you do is a result of His love, but that's not the, that's not the measure of maturity. The measure of maturity is the display of His love. When I begin to love others the way God wants me to love others. Amen? All right? And that empowerment compels me that I will protect my testimony so that others will not falter. That I will make sure that where I am will not give any semblance of, it will encourage people, all right? To draw them more and closer and closer to Him rather than putting a question mark in who He is in my life. Amen. Believers, it's time. And we've been saying this, but this is time. We know where we're living at, where, where, where we're at right now. You know, the, time, the timings that we, we have right now, the uncertainty of the future. I believe the body of Christ, God wants us to arise and go higher into the things that He has prepared for us. Because the third thing in this way of love, first one is going to transform you. The second one is going to compel you. There are adjustments that needed to be made when you have this encounter with love. Just like Zacchaeus, you know, I pray that for our, our government. I pray that for the people, amen, that they will have an encounter with the Lord, that no one's going to push them, amen. I pray that for all of us. Amen, that to the point that, Lord, I'm going to give half of everything that I have to the poor. Come on, think about that. Filipinos, we're rich people. I pray that. Let's pray. And it's a chaos moment for many people, especially as elections come. But it starts with us. It starts with us. Amen. The second, the third thing, because the love of God will mark you. It will set you apart. It will set you apart. John 13, 34, 35 tells us, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. Verse 35, By this all will know, all people will know that you are my disciples if you what? Not actually if you love God, but it's really you love one another. What is our passion? We are loved by God, and because of that, we love for God. Amen? People will know it, all right? People will know it. And the, the focus here in this verse is just as I have loved you. Just as much as I have loved you. You know, there was a previous commandment that was given. People asked Jesus, what is the greatest commandment of the law? He said, the greatest commandment of the law is that you love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your strength. Question, can you do that on your own? Can you love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your soul? It's so impossible. Mahirap yun. It's a tall order. But, Jesus says, this is the new commandment I'm giving you. You love others just as I have loved you. 
Because now you have an encounter. You, trans, you are being transformed and that compels you. And you know what? If you make adjustments, you're going to shine and you're going to be marked as my disciples in these last days. Ladies and gentlemen, people need authenticity in these last days. People need to see the difference of just playing church and being church. Let me say that again. People, the world needs to see the difference between playing church and being church. Amen? You guys are here. I'm talking to the, to the choir because you are here. But I believe God is setting us up. People need to know. People need to know. There are a lot of people that are help, hopeless, helpless. People need to know. And they don't need long, lengthy preaching. They just need to hear, you are love. Amen. You are love through your actions, through your giving, through your embrace, you know, from afar. <laughs> Text or whatever you can do, show them, love on them. People need to hear. People need to be reminded. People need to know that they are love. Amen. Amen. Ephesians 5, 1 to 2 in the Amplified. Therefore, become imitators of God. I love this. Copy Him and follow His example. Look at this. As well-beloved children, imitate your Father. Imitate their Father. He's not asking us to do something that is impossible. He has given you a DNA. We are sons and daughters. Amen. And we are recipients of His love. We know I am loved by the Father. And so therefore, now I can imitate my Father because, you know what? I'm a son. You know, a while ago, I was so proud. You know, I was looking at my son, Kevin. You know, he's more my lean. <laughs> no, he's better than me in terms of speaking. And, you know, but really, he's an evangelista because... You know, you know, <laughs> right? Ladies and gentlemen, you are a son of God because you came from God. And so therefore, you carry his DNA. We just need to wake up and see it. We just need to remember, you know, who we are. And then look at verse 2, and walk continually in love that is value one another, practice empathy and compassion, unselfishly seeking at the best for others, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for you, right, for us, an, an offering and sacrifice to God slain for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. You change an atmosphere when you do, you know, how many of you have experienced that? That someone just expressed their love for you and then it changed your atmosphere, right? Amen? Amazing, right? What love can do. Then go to Romans 12, 9 to 14. In the New Living Translation, it says, Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection. Take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy. But work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. 
Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Aray. Don't curse them. Pray that God will bless them. Mahirap. But I am loved by God. Amen. That's my passion. Therefore, I love for God. Something happens. Something happens to the person who, offend, who offended you when you show kindness. Amen? The way of love. Let's continue. Romans 12. I'm just reading the, this passage and it's just like, wow. Now I, know, now I know the way of love. This is the way of love. It's a high way. It's a higher way. Amen? And then look at verse 17 of Romans 12. Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everybody. Turn to your neighbor and say, peace to you. Peace be, peace be with you. Peace be with you. Okay? <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Verse 19, dear friends, never take revenge. Wow. Wow. Leave that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Instead, you know, there goes your Korean dramas. There, there goes your... Instead, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If you are thirsty, give them something to drink. In doing so, you will reap burning coals of shame on their head. And I love this verse Last part. Look at verse 21. Show verse 21. Don't let evil conquer you. Amen. But conquer evil by doing good. Conquer evil by doing good. What do you think will happen when one person will do this? Revival. Only one. And that happened to be Jesus. He did this for us. Everything that I just, wrote, I just read, this is what Jesus did for you and for me. It's not an impossible thing really because He did it for you and for me and now He lives inside of me. Amen. It's not, some, it's not like a ladder that we need to, you know, oh, I'm done with this level. Okay, I'm trying to do the next one. Oh, I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to love Cox, all right? I'm going to love Cox. So I need to do this. And then, oh, I've loved Cox. Now I'm going to love the Father. I'm going to love Gam. I'm trying to love Gam, okay? <laughs> it's like a level. But then again, it, there, there's an empowerment now that comes because all that I read, everything that I read, Jesus did for you. Last part, he said, don't let evil conquer you. He did not. Amen? But he conquered evil by doing good. He showed us that we are loved. We were enemies. We were his enemies. And yet he died for us. That's the reason why we have Christmas. Amen? That's the reason why we have this most wonderful time of the year. Right? Let's make this Christmas different. Amen? Let's tell people that they are loved. Truly, truly. Not just like actors, you know, playing a part. Let's truly, truly, you know, walk in this. 
And I believe, you know what happens? If one person will do this, and another person will do this, and another person will do this, there will be a revival. Lives are going to be transformed. Lives are going to be changed. Amen? Let me leave you with three things. Three questions for you, you know, to, to think about. First one, how are you being transformed by God's love? How are you being transformed by God's love? Here in this church, we have a takeaway culture. It's better to write things down than commit to memory. Amen? Because God wants for you, these words to really help us. Right? How are you being transformed by God's love? Number two, what are the adjustments that you are making as the love of God compels you? What are the things that God is wanting for you to make an adjustment? You know, because He compels me. Oh yeah, this is my preference. But hey, wait a minute. It's more than just my preference. What is He saying with regards to this? It's not really what I want, but what does He want? Well, this is, you know, I, I was brought up like this. No, 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 wait a minute. You are transformed already. It will transform you. You will carry now His heart. And so your position is, rather than me living in my preference, Lord God, give me your heart so that it will be my conviction. Right? What are the things that I needed to make, you know, to adjust so that His love is going to be shown in my life? Amen? That's the second thing. And number three, are you aware that God wants to set, up, set you apart, mark you through His love? He's going to position you. And we have this opportunity today. In your workplace, in your family, you know, wherever you go, when you order food, all right, you can give the rider more than just needed, right? Show that person, hey, pastor, Bro, boss, sir, sobra naman ito. Okay lang, you are love. Diba? Amen? Amen? Let's try it this week. Amen? 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 I so pray that you will have an encounter with the love of God this week, that you will be reminded of what you're hearing today. And that will compel you to shift and trans change inside of you, your ways. And you're going to just show people, hey, the love of God is true in my life. Amen? Amen. Father, I thank you for this word that we've received today. Thank you for instructions that you're giving to us. I thank you, Lord God, for just impartations, Lord, that we've received today. This is a thinking message, Lord, truly. But thank you, Lord God, you are growing us. You are growing your people. You are maturing all of us, especially as we live in times like these. I pray for encounters for your people. I thank you, Lord God. It's truly amazing that you, are, you loved us this much. You've given your all. And we will bask in that. We will enjoy that. We will experience that this week and the weeks to come. And because of this, thank you, Lord, it will transform us, compel us, and even we will understand that we are marked because of your love. Thank you. Everybody say this. Thank you, Jesus.
Thank you, Jesus, for loving me. In your name I pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord for the word we received. Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.